Good afternoon. Welcome in to State of the Tigers here on PowerMizzou.com. The whole crew is going to be with you today. I am Gabe DeArvinger. King will join me in a moment to talk Missouri basketball. And then we'll have Gerard Hamilton on talking spring football, do a little spring game draft, uh, which I have not prepared for at all. Gerard may have. We'll find that out in 20, 30 minutes when he joins us. Uh, before we get to the guys, I want to remind you, that this show is brought to you every week by James Carlton at State Farm Insurance. I actually spent some time on the phone with James this afternoon. He is looking at saving me some money on my car insurance. Drew, who will come in in a minute. I know he uses James Carlton for his insurance needs. So you can get in touch with James at carltoninsurance.net. You can call him at 314-961-4800. We highly encourage you guys to do that. James does a fine job. He will take care of you. He will talk a little Mizzou sports with you. He might even tell you how you can help Missouri's NIL efforts going forward. With that, we bring Drew King onto the screen to talk about, well, same thing we've talked about every time we've talked to you in the calendar year of our Lord, 2024. Drew, Missouri lost, I don't know, one more basketball game, two more basketball games. I don't remember how many times they played since we did this last uh, it's been two. Um, they went okay. to Arkansas, looked pretty good for a minute there, fell apart at the end, and then um, played against, um, oh, I can't even remember, Florida, Florida. thank Florida. you. Florida. <laughs> the days are all blending together they're all now. The, they're all the yeah. same, man. Um, played, played against Florida last night, um, had a couple of opportunities to take the lead, but ended up trailing the Gators from tip-off to buzzer, so... Um, yeah, not a whole lot new for Mizzou at this point. Uh, Trent Pierce is back, um, which that's an update, right? Something different than the last month, but didn't play a ton. But it's it's good that he's back on the court at least. Yeah, I believe the final tally last night, Missouri trailed for 39 minutes and 53 seconds. I want everyone to know it is preserved for posterity at 524, which is six minutes before tip-off yesterday. I posted that Missouri would fall behind by 10. They would at one point get the game back to within one possession, potentially take the lead. Then they would go scoreless for a good long time and they would lose by 14. It wasn't quite 14. I think the final margin was nine. It really was 11 minus the garbage layup. But that's where we're at. We can write the stories before the games even happen. Because, I, I mean, I want you guys to know, and if you're watching and, and have questions, comments, feel free to add them. I know we're doing it at a weird time, so most of you guys are probably going to listen to this on a replay, but that's how the schedule goes today. But I want everybody to know the optimism of youth came out in Drew last night. There was a time <laughs> where you thought Missouri was winning that basketball game. And I said, no, Missouri is not winning this game. And, look, I would have loved for you to be right and me to be wrong, but I was not wrong. Well, let me tell you why I thought that was the case, right? Because okay. uh, I'm curious because all evidence we have over the last two months tells me you are not going to be correct. Right. Okay. Because every play, Missouri has the the one play where you know it's not going to happen tonight. And last night, I thought they had the opposite of that. They had a really, really good play that just domino affected its way up to like a lot of good things happening for Mizzou, right? And what happened was Ant Robinson came up with a steal, scored at the other end, got fouled on the end one, right? That ended up being Walter Clayton's fourth foul. Clayton then mouths off to the official and picks up to a technical, right? So he's out of the game now with five. That's Florida's leading scorer. 
Um, Sean East hits both of his free throws. Ant Robinson misses his, but the team comes up with the offensive rebound, right? So I was like, that is a like a lot of momentum mm-hmm. without any time coming off of the clock, right? Um, and you did see like Florida struggled a little bit after Clayton came off the floor. It took him a, a couple of minutes to adjust, and Mizzou did cut it down to a one-point game a couple more times after that. Um, but you were right all along game. It still didn't matter. Um, Mizzou missed on pretty much every opportunity they had to take the lead. Um, and, and it ended up being the same game as it always is. I think it was 55, 54. And look, I, I want to be clear here. I'm not picking on Nick honor. I thought he played pretty decently last night. I think he gets a little, he hadn't been good this year. Don't get me wrong, but he gets more of the heat than he deserves but wide open corner three to take the lead. And it just doesn't go in. And that's the shot this team wants. That's probably the best shot this team can take other than Sean East dribbling around for 24 seconds and doing some twisting, mm-hmm. you know, bank shot. Um, that's the best shot this team can get. It didn't go in. Missouri gets another stop. I don't remember what happened the next possession, but they had two straight possessions where they could had a chance to take the lead. They didn't do it. And here's the biggest problem with this team. They're not capable of getting more than two or three stops in a row. In mm-hmm. fact, I don't know if they got one in the last eight minutes, Drew. That defense, and it wasn't about zone, it wasn't about man. Whatever Missouri was doing in the last eight minutes, regardless of what the approach was, they weren't getting a stop. This is a – all the offensive problems you want to talk about, this team's defense is a huge issue. They are mm-hmm. horrible on defense. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, Florida was 9 for 11 from the field in the last seven minutes of the game. One of them was a missed three-pointer, and one of them, I think, was a missed layup on the last possession of the game when it was already decided. The thing is, they're not hard shots. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not going 9 of 11 because they're hitting 32-footers like Caleb Battle did or fadeaway hook shots. These are are shots everybody should make. They're 12-foot jump shots and layups and dunks. Yeah, and and that was kind of what I wrote about in my stats that stood out piece, right? Mizzou played that zone for the majority of the game, and it worked for a a good while, right? Florida was shooting under, like below their average for the season on on two-point shots. Um, The only guy who was really having success inside was Tyree Samuel. Um, But yeah, like that. And he was having a lot. He was having a lot of success. and and credit to Connor Vanover too because we that was probably yep. his best game of the season last oh. night. But down the stretch, he was the guy that they started to go after a little bit. And I think it's fair to say that Connor Vanover is the team's best rim protector. Like I don't know that anybody's gonna, you know, be more intimidating. Right, in the like lane he's not winning awards for it, but he's better right. than anybody else on the team. Actually. Exactly, uh, and um. That ended up kind of being the issue because once Florida figured out that they can bully Connor Vanover in the post, um, Mizzou didn't have any kind of answer for it. So that ended up being kind of the determining factor of the game. And, you know, the the problem is, and Gates actually finally admitted it in a press conference, I don't know, it's been probably three weeks, but he said, like, look, I just you just don't know what you can count on. I mean mm-hmm. – any given night, Noah Carter didn't score last night. Unless I missed, yeah. maybe he scored no. once late. But I mean, he was on the floor for like the first four minutes, and Dennis Gates had pretty much seen enough. And he was done more. I mean, he contributed nothing 
this team only has like four or five players, really. You can't get nothing out of any of them. And Tamar Bates has had nights like that. Nick Honors had nights like that. I don't really know if Sean East has had a night like that. There haven't been many. No, not not very many at all. And like you think about it too, like Noah Carter is your third leading scorer on the team. Right. So to get nothing from him is a huge blow, right? Um, if he could have hit one of his three-pointers game, like that's a guy that Florida suddenly has to start worrying about um, because otherwise you're playing four on five on offense every trip down the floor. Um, so, yeah, like that's that's been an issue with this team all year long is the inconsistency. And, and last night, what – Maybe more than any other game this year. Now, I might put Ole Miss in this category. Um, there might be one or two. But, like, everything you could want to to lead to this team winning a game was happening. Sean East was scoring. Connor Vanover was contributing. Your defense had them confused. Their best player fouled out with 14 minutes left. Like, everything last night said, oh, my gosh, maybe this is finally the night. And it still wasn't the night. Mm-hmm. So, even when everything goes right, they can't win. Yeah, and it, it goes back to like what you were saying before. They couldn't get the stops that they needed. I, I wrote this down last night. So Mizzou had five opportunities where they were within one point of Florida. Um, four out of those five times, Florida scored on the following possession, right? Like those are spots that you have to come up with a stop and and Mizzou couldn't right Florida had an answer for him every single time um so that's that's just killer for your momentum um so yeah that's that's kind of how last night went same story they play Ole Miss tomorrow night look they'll they'll I I think they're at home I think or sorry Saturday night I forget what day it is Saturday yeah Um, I I feel like they'll start out well because they're at home so I think they're going to lead by like six at the under 12 timeout and then they'll trail by two at halftime. They'll trail by 10 with 12 minutes left. They'll get it back to three and they'll get beat. Like, I, just write that story now. If you want to save your time on Saturday night, <laughs> write that exact story right now. <laughs> well, um, you sent me this tweet last night, and I hope I'm pronouncing this name right. But shouts to Stephen Bubalo on Twitter. Um, made a whole list of, like, where Mizzou was at at the 10-minute mark in the second half, like, whether they were how much they were up or down by, and then how much they ended up losing by, and it's single digits just about every single time. Like they're never out of the game until. Right. But they get outscored that last they quarter. They give up a run at some point in the last ten minutes, almost every time. Every single time. So yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and get that written up in my game story ahead of time. Cool. All right. So here's what we're going to do in our time with Drew. We're going to run through and answer the basketball questions that we've got, and then, then we'll play a little game at the end of, you know, over under 0.5. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> answer your questions. Ron Davis says he's not getting fired, right? Look, Dennis Gates would be on $21.4 million, and he made the NCAA tournament last year and won a game for the first time in 13 years. The chances to me are better that he goes 0 and 18 again next year and still comes back than they are that he gets fired next year or that, you know, after this year. Yeah. And I've been asked also, about who the hell is going to fire. Him? Yeah. Good question. Um, I, I keep getting, I've gotten a couple of questions about like 
how safe is he right now? And I think that people forget if you're going to take this year into account, you have to take in last year into account right. as well. They both count. Yeah. Um, and, and so he's had one good year and one really, really bad year. Uh, I don't think that that alone is enough to get him moved out of here. So I, I think that I, I've been having this thought, Gabe. I think he's around for at least two more years. I, it, if it is a complete disaster next year, like this year is, it is possible. But guys, it's still $17 million after next year. And I'm not sure there's anybody that's going to write that check out there. In, yeah. Uh, in Mizzou land. Uh, Kyle wants to know, are the high school signees expected to be better defenders? So I know Marcus Allen is, right? Um, yes. I would assume Peyton Marshall is. Can like, If you put Peyton Marshall on this team, is he the best interior defender they have today? I'd say he'd, he'd be pretty much on the same level. At he'd be in the conversation. Yeah, he'd be in the conversation. He's not going to get bullied like they were last night against Florida, right? Um, I, I don't know that he's mobile enough. He might fall out. Right, exactly. Um, but, yeah, he, he's a guy that would help, I think, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, T.O. Barrett, I think they like his defense. I mean, yeah. I don't expect T.O. to be a guy that comes in and plays 25 minutes a game next year. But at this point, why the hell not, to be quite honest? And yeah. along those lines, Kyle says, over, under, guys on the roster who come back next year. Where would you set? I would set it at oh, good question. I'll say three and a half. We're including John Tanjay and Caleb Grill in this conversation. Okay, if if that's the, I'll I'll bump it up to four and a half then. I think four and a half is right. I think I would take the over at four and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm. I think I would take the under at five and a half, but I'm not positive because, like, to me, they're setting this up. And, and I've said I don't quite understand it, and I wouldn't do it. I think they're setting it up to bring Tanjay and Grill back. Hmm. If they aren't, why aren't they playing? Right. Um, well, I, it might just be as a service to both of them to keep their playing careers extended, even if it's not at Mizzou. Yeah, but look, man, we ain't playing in the we ain't playing in the YMCA here. They got to win games next year. And if they think John Tanjay and Caleb Grill can do it, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if the reason is we want to do these guys a solid and let them play another year, they don't have to do that here. Right. And that, that, that was my point, Gabe. Like, okay. j- yeah. just a, as a service to them, like, keep your eligibility. Even if you're not playing here next season, you, you can play somewhere else. Right. That That's kind of my thought in, in keeping Caleb Grill out at this point. With Tanjay, like, same thing. It, it, he just didn't look like a guy who could compete at this level and whether that was due to the injury or not, like I think it was fair to give him a red shirt as well. So it's those two, it's the three freshmen. It's Tamar Bates. I can't see anybody else on this team back next year that has, I mean, Kurt Lewis hadn't played in about five games. Yeah. I I, I, look, if if he comes back good for him, I, I wish him all the best and I hope it goes very well. But I just have a hard time having watched this team and watched the rotation, seeing Aiden Shaw back next year. Right. I, and that's it, right? I, I'm not missing anybody else that's still – I mean, Jesus Carolero has another right. year. You can't bring him back. No, I, I, he wants I don't – you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, Shaw's, Shaw's the only question mark for me just because, like, if you give up on him – 
somebody else well, might take advantage. No, right? I'm not saying Missouri is going to give up on him. I'm saying from his point of view, uh, he can't get six minutes on this team. Yeah. Like, I don't know that he goes to another high major. He might have to drop down a level, but mm-hmm. I, I just I, – I, I can't see it. Because the other thing is you've got to turn over this roster. You've got five freshmen coming in. You're looking at, you know, I, I don't think it works if you only bring in two new players. Yeah. No, you know, it definitely well, so. doesn't. No, it, it definitely doesn't, right? Because then you're going to have to be playing the freshmen some significant minutes that I don't right. think that they're going to be necessarily ready for, right? Like they might be, but that's a very volatile game that you're playing. Yeah, and, and I want to be clear, like I've, I've shied away from talk like this in the past, but we're in the NIL era now. I don't care. We'll talk about that. Most of these kids are getting money. Um, It's fair to talk about whether they should come back or not. Um, So I I would go, I'm fine with either Tanjay or Grill. I would not personally bring them both back. Yeah. I would, I would try to keep Tamar Bates. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's the leading scorer on an NCAA tournament team, but like he's a, he's a piece. So I would try to keep him. So we're at two. And then really you've got the three freshmen and, I'm absolutely fine if you bring them all three back and they all three want to come back. But I don't know that it's catastrophic if you don't. I would agree with that. And I I also, I'm at the point where like, I'm not sure you can count on any of them to start next year. Right. Right. I don't know how you could. Yeah. So like, if you do bring them back, you're still looking for guys in the portal that are going to be upgrades over all three of them. Um, Yeah. So yeah, like I, I agree with you. Like it, it wouldn't be the end of the world for Missouri if any of them decided to move on. We'll we'll talk about this, I'm sure, more in the offseason. How many starters does he have to get out of the port? Oof. I think it's a minimum of two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and honestly, I I might say like closer to three, if not four. Um, it, it, depending on like if you're bringing Griller Tanjay back and they can take one of those spots on the wing, um, right? But yeah, I, I would I would say minimum three. Honestly, you need a, a starting a starting point guard, mm-hmm. maybe a starting big, yeah, and a starting what kind of wing power forward type guy? Yeah, and really just like people. Basically, can... you're counting on Bates and either Grill or Tanjay to start. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thought there. And then, like, I think somebody who can get rebounds is an absolute must for this right. team, either at the power forward or the center spot. Um, I'll say this, too. If by midseason, Trent Pierce and Jordan Butler and maybe even Honor Boating are not in a position to play starters minutes, not start, but starters minutes, I will be – disappointed in it yeah i think that's fair like uh, even we can throw ant in the conversation a little bit like because because he'd be going into his third season after this um like you want to see the development out of those guys um Mm -hmm. and and if not then it might be time to move on but um honor boating specifically like as high as he's ranked i do think that he's somebody that they're looking at hoping to play a significant amount of minutes next season. So, um, yeah, you, you want to see him challenge at least for one of those starting spots. 
All right, so we're going to wrap up with Drew with this. So, Gerard, if you're listening, get ready. You can be up in a minute or two. Um, we're going to wrap up with this. Over under Missouri wins the rest of the year, Drew, 0.5. I am an optimist by nature, so I'll say over. Which one? Uh, like they've only got they've only got four. Right. So I I think that Ole Miss this weekend is going to be their best opportunity. You're playing at home. You only lost to the Rebels by three points on the road. Um, you came up really, really close against Florida this past game. You've gone toe-to-toe with Tennessee. Like, I think that it's it's do or die time. So I'll, I'll say this upcoming game, they're going to get a win. Did Ole Miss beat Bama last night? They did not. Okay, they were up like 14 at some point. Um, all right, so I'm also going to go over, but here's how I'm going to go over. Okay. They're going to go 0-18 in the regular season. Mm. And then they're going to play 11-seeded Georgia in the first round of the SEC tournament. And they're going to win that game because they're going to make you stay in Nashville another day, and they're going to make me pay for another day in Nashville to cover a team that finishes 1-19 and in 20 SEC. <laughs> Because that's uh, the way this season's gone. That's I could see it happening, to be honest. And it, it, it honestly, like, given how some of these games have gone, um, they get that momentum going and, and upset no, another no, team in no, the next no, round. No, no. <laughs> they're not beating whoever finishes sixth. Because whoever finishes sixth is an NCAA tournament team. That's not going to happen. One is the limit in the uh, in the SEC tournament. But, uh, all right, so we are going to let Drew exit stage bottom. I don't know. Uh, Wait, Drew, did we, we want to – Oh, right. We do have one more uh, guest prediction, yes. correct, on whether Missouri's yeah, going to win a game so or not? I went and fished out my Magic 8-ball, so I, I didn't okay. know if we wanted to see what it said. So Magic 8-ball, will did. Missouri win a game before the end of the season? Here we go. Drum roll. Oh, no. Oh, it's on the line. Okay, it says, oh, this is big, Gabe. Okay. It is certain. It is certain. All right. So you can hold Drew responsible if they don't win a regular <laughs> season game. You can hold me and the Magic 8-Ball responsible if they don't win any games. So, uh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, Drew, we'll let you go. Um, we'll uh, catch up with you next time. And, uh, you guys, if you have any football questions, Gerard Hamilton now going to come on the screen. Feel free. I know we've got a couple. Uh, we've got a little exercise we're going to do. Uh, to entertain you in this show. Uh, Gerard, I already said I did zero research for this draft we're going to do. Did you do any at all? Actually, I've been typing out, um, you know, just the positions, you know, who there. I feel like I've got a good handle on most of the roster, to be honest. Okay. So I'll well, help I you know. out and give you options if, you, if you're stuck. It's like just. I think out. you're going to have a big advantage on me. So let's uh, – Let's real quick, if you've got some football questions, we've already got one I'm going to put up here. If you've got a couple other football questions, we'll get to those first and and give me a minute to find my uh, page for the draft. But, Gerard, you're first here. Dustin wants to know, the football team is guaranteed to make the playoff. They're also guaranteed to lose in the second round. Would you rather win the SEC, uh, get a bye, and lose in the second round, or would you rather play in the first round, win it, and then lose in the second round? So in one scenario, you've got an SEC title game. In the other scenario, or an SEC title, in the other scenario, you've got a first-round playoff win. First-round playoff win. Because you you can bring you can bring recruits to that. You can show off. You can do so much for 
I mean, not obviously just the, the school, but the city as a whole, you could bring in so much going on. So absolutely having, I, if it, if it was be a four or five seed um, and I was listening to. Uh, Give me the five. I forgot what podcast. I, I mean, Wetzel and I can't think of the Morning. name. Yeah. Yeah. But they were talking about Notre Dame and how the way they've worked it out is they can't, since they're not in the conference, they can't win. The, they can't be a top four. But if you're number five and you get to play, you know, the group of five team. Yeah, you take that. I mean, you're not. I, I agree. You take that. I, I'd rather have the playoff win, even though, like, look, it would be a big thing to be able to show that SEC trophy off and hang a new banner and all that. Conference championships mean a little bit less now. I agree. I agree. I take the uh, I take the the uh, playoff win. So here's what we're gonna do, guys. Uh, the spring football game this year, I have been told they're planning to draft teams and play a game. So what we're going to do is we're going to each draft a team. That means we each get – we're just going to share a kicker and a punter. Like, we didn't waste some time with kickers and punters. They, we, we share them, return men, we share those guys, long snappers, all that. But we're going to draft one guy at each position. So that means we each are going to draft 22 players and uh, come up with a team. So, Gerard, do you have anything to write or type with that you could actually, like, get together yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Write them down. Post them on the board afterwards. Ask people whose team wins. Okay. Quick question. So we're gonna do a snake draft. So yeah. And you've already said I, I can go first, which means you'll get two consecutive picks, and then I'll, I'll get win. second and third. Yeah. Okay. So are we doing this like you can draft anybody on the roster when you want to, or we're just gonna go like position? Oh no, you get, you can do whatever you want. Like you want to take an offensive guard round one, you take an offensive <laughs> guard. All all you gotta do is come up with. 22 guys, which I guess means, hey, you want to draft three quarterbacks, so I don't have one. Cool, but two of them are going to be playing wide receiver for you. Okay, and and we're not doing so. I guess Sam Horn and Isaac Thompson for this exercise, since they're not at spring ball, or the guys who are not here yet and will come in the summer are not available for this draft. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you want to draft Sam Horn and have him throw left-handed. I'm cool with it. But we're drafting them in their current condition. Correct. Okay. To play a spring game in, in two and a half weeks. So, so yeah, I I was I was nice. I gave Gerard the first pick. It's the, actually I it's not. I'm it's pretty not confident who I know the first pick. No, is. here's the thing is here's the thing. I feel like by you doing that, the first pick is forced on me, and you get the best. The second and third. Okay, that, if you, look, if you want to switch and give me the first pick, that's fine. That's your call. I'll no, let no, you no, choose no, what no. you want to I, I feel like you gotta. I know how you gotta build a team up. I just know I'm gonna be hurt when you pick your your. First round picks. Well, so, well, look, I think we know who the first two players picked are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think we know the order. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I hope you take the guy I'm going to take first, but uh, but you go ahead to your first pick. It's Brady Cook. Has to be. Has yeah. to be. Because, because you now have Brady Cook and I have Aiden Glover as my quarterback. Like, I'll draft him in the 22nd round. I'm not drafting him yet, but. Oh, okay. You're going to tell me. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, so you take you take Brady Cook. Obviously, I got to take Luther Burton. Like he's the best football player on this team. So that's that's my first pick. Um, now, second pick it it gets tougher. Um. Yeah. And, and there's there's a lot of different ways to go, but I feel like. 
I'm, I'm thinking about taking another receiver. I know you are. I know. I know you are. But I don't – man, this is tough. I got I got a lot of dudes that uh, – um, let's go – all right, I'm going to go opposite. I need to get a pass rush. I want Johnny Walker. Okay, let me write that. Johnny Walker. Good pick. Good pick. Um, for me, I've got, I got two too, but I, I feel like I need to get mine now. So, um, I'll take, I'll get Theo East and I happened to see yeah. him at practice yesterday. Um, we already know what his connection is, Brady and, uh, Luther's connection is. It looks even it, a little bit more crisp with Theo too. Like, and they were already, you know, pretty good last year. So I'll take Theo. Did you get another one then? Oh, oh, then so then let me get. I'm taking Caden Green. Let's get that. Let's get that. Oh yeah, that was gonna be. It was even. Oh yeah, I I need that. So that was my that was my next pick. So since since you've taken Caden Green, I'm going Armand Mimbo for sure I've, as my I've, next pick. I know I can't get both of them. And I was gonna take both of them. I thought you. I thought you. Would. Oh and no, then, well, I'm thinking. I'm I'm gonna build up I'm gonna build up that line of scrimmage. I want Christian Williams. Okay, okay. Okay, so I'll take it's next to me. I'll take wait, let me so are we doing what? This is how I've have it written now. Quarterback, halfback, three wide receivers, five offensive tight line, in. tight end. Am I missing somebody? No. That's okay. it. That's eleven. Oh well, let me get Norfleet then since I said tight end out loud. Yeah, I was, keep, I was he was he was gonna be gone if he waited. Yeah. Take Norfleet. And oh and I get another one. Um let me get let me get I'll take I'll take Speedy Johnson right here. Come on, man. Oh, we is killing me. We are thinking today. Killing me. <laughs> oh, that's no good. So you got two starting receivers in the tight end. You got nobody to block for. Well, you got Caden Green. He just gets to be in there all by himself. All right. So, so that means it's back to me. I feel like I've got a chance to have a dominant defense here. No, no I looked at you like, and I'm thinking like I'm. I know what I'm trying to do, but I know what you're going to do to combat it. So, yeah, I don't have to take. Uh, uh, I don't have to take a tight end or a quarterback because you've already got those. You're not taking another one. So I'm just going, I'll lock down the outside and I'm going Dre Norwood and Toriano Pride for my two picks. <laughs> All right. That's, that's I'm fine. just going to have the whole starting defense and you're going to have Brady Cook and Theo Weiss. Okay. We'll see about that one. <laughs> we'll see. Now, what's funny is when it's time for you to get on offense and you don't know who's going to be blocking for Aiden Glover, your freshman quarterback. That's, I, did, that's yeah, I got I got Armand Mimbo. We're in good shape. Yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I'll take. Let me get Tristan Newsom for one, okay. and let's see if I go back on the line. I'll take. 
feel like I don't really have much of a choice. I'll take I'll take Connor Tolleson. Okay. Okay. That was that was gonna be one of mine. Um so I, I'm gonna go offense line too before you uh before you kill me. Uh I'll go Cameron Johnson for one of my picks. All right. I, I don't honestly know who their backup center is, do you? Um uh is it Talon or Talon Chandler? I haven't said his name. It, it could be it could be Drake Heisman. Drake Heisman, yeah, I was about to say, but um Yeah, that's not, not where we're gonna go. Play guards. Or center. I'm gonna go Cameron Johnson and Javen Richardson. I've got three linemen. I'll figure out somebody that can snap it down the road. Uh Javen. Now you want Javen as a, a guard, a tackle? Or I just want him as a line. I don't know. I just get five linemen. I'm gonna teach one of them to yeah, snap. Okay. I got you. <laughs> All right. Um, let me go ahead and oh, easy. I don't know why this guy wasn't picked earlier. It's probably my bad. I'll take Dalen Carnell. Okay. That's and good. I'll and I'll take you. You kind of took the defensive. You took Williams and Walker. I got Williams and Walker. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'll I'll grab. I'll grab Nate Noel actually, and okay. That's probably a little biased because of what I've seen, what his hands was looking like in practice. You can already tell what his role is going to be. And he's really quick already, but he's got to like, he's a, he's definitely a receiving back. Like if they split him out and said, you know, let's motion you out into the spot or whatever, I can see him doing that. So even though I think probably, you know, Marcus Carroll is going to be that you know, first string. I, I like Nate Noel. Okay. And then you got another one still, right? Uh, no, I picked uh, uh, Carnell first. Oh, you picked Daniel Carnell. Right, right, right. Yeah. So where do I go? I could I could get my receivers, and I could also just dominate this defensive line. Good. And so give me – all right, I already got Walker and Williams, right? Correct. I want – Darius Smith and Chris McClellan. Uh, I have the entire starting defensive line on my team. Pretty much. Pretty much. Darius Smith and Chris, Chris McClellan. Okay. That's good. Um, I'll take – because I don't even have – I'll take – I'm playing with no linebackers, by the way. I you're, not, you're, I'm just not going to draft any, I guess. Yeah, we, we can see what your line is going to be looking like. Um, took Mimbo. I got Green. I got Tollison. You took Johnson. Yeah. Um, but we're I'm, in the backup line now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the point I'm getting to. <laughs> um, I'll take I'll take Tristan Wilson. Because I'm gonna need a guard at some point, and I'll take I'll take uh, Mookie Cooper. Oh, uh, he, he was gonna be on my team. He was gonna be my next pick. All oh. right, so he's off the board. So that leaves me. So you've got three wide receivers now, right? Weiss, Johnson, and Cooper. Yep. All right. So I don't. I don't need to worry about that. 
I don't need to take those guys yet. So I gotta give me a linebacker. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Chuck Hicks on my team, and then I need a linebacker. I need safety. I need offensive line. Uh, I'll go ahead and take Corey Flag as my second linebacker. All right. Okay. So. Oh, oh, well, I'm going to double up on safety right now and take Burks and uh, Roche, actually. Um, Burks and Roche, okay. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to figure out – I got to go back to offensive line because I think that's the only place where, like, we both still need players. Yeah. Um. All right, so give me – Logan Riker and I gotta teach I gotta either take Drake Heismeyer or teach somebody to snap. So give me Drake Heismeyer as my backup center. All right. Uh that's good. Okay. So that's your picks. Um okay, let me get you've already got defense. How, how many me. spots we got left to fill here? Like seven spots, maybe something like that? Uh eight. Okay. Yeah, eight. So let me get uh, cornerback. So I'll take Marcus Clark for one of my corners, and I'll take I'll take uh, Zion Young as one of my defensive linemen. I mean, what, what I would you get? forgot about him because here's why I don't have him on the scholarship chart. So I uh, that's a that's a that's a mistake on my part. Yeah. Okay. So All I right. think I'll uh, I'll go ahead and get my safeties, and I'll take Joseph Charleston and. Well, here's the weird thing. Uh, okay. Give me Joseph Charleston and Travis Johnson. Oh! 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 Wow! Um, I knew when I picked Rochelle, I was thinking a little bit of project. I mean, I but I, I just I just. <laughs> I just thought Joseph Charleston forgot about Trevor. Well, he's, he's 29 years old. I get how you can forget about it. I was just thinking we got young guys out here, people that want to yep. see play. I just – it slipped. I probably would have went Trevez. No disrespect to uh, Philip. Um, so I'll take – I'll take Brayshawn Littlejohn, another linebacker. Yep. Guy, they hope it can kind of work his way into the rotation at some point this year. I'm um, thinking defensive lineman. Uh, you got Grassy you got Jalen Marshall, uh, yeah. you got Kai Montgomery, you got uh, Sterling Webb, Ja'Kai Lang, Sam Williams. Dude, that was a, got some big boys in there. So I'll go. I'll go with uh who played last year. I think Mar I think Marquise Graciel got in versus he Arkansas. played a little. Yeah, at least he got in. So I'll, I'll go Graciel. Okay. I forgot. I felt like I just said someone before that. Did I not? No. Yeah, I don't think you made an actual fit. No, Brayshawn. You talked about how you should have taken. Oh, you took a little. Brayshawn. Right. Right. So I think we're kind of at the point now where like. We're only drafting positions the other guy already drafted. Um, I'm going to finish out my starting defense. 
This is the only spot I'm missing. Give me Sidney Williams. Yeah. And then uh, I'll take Marcus Carroll on the other side. Value there. Now, if we was really playing dangerous with fantasy football, I would have definitely blocked some of these picks, even if I got the position. Oh, for sure. For sure. Definitely would have blocked some of that. But, um, it's like I know I need I need two more offensive linemen. It's just like I don't, I don't know where to go. And I don't have – all of my picks, everything I'm doing has been off the top. I wasn't even thinking to use a scholarship chart like you, which is very heady, Gabe. Very no, I'm, heady. Hey, did you say my first – it's not just a hat rack, my friend. Um, I'll go – I'll take – Mitchell Walters has got some experience, and I'll take. I guess I another young. I'll take uh, Brandon Solis. Okay. Got to. We filling it out now to see what these yeah see what these guys can do now. Brandon Solis is going to get get that education line up across from Johnny Walker on my team this spring. Oh um, no! Oh right. no! No. no. So, uh, look, I know I still need two wide receivers. Um, so I get Mackay Miller and uh, Josh Manning. Josh, uh, Josh Manning yesterday at practice. He's got a strong set of hands. Strong set of hands. I, I thought you were going to say he got hurt. And I was like, well, he's on my team now. So. Oh, no, no, no. no. He's, and Mackay Miller, it's route running. It's, yeah. really, it's really good. Um all right, so for me, what do you now, got left? You need a defensive tackle. I feel like I need two de- defensive linemen, a cornerback, and that's it. So, okay, that's linemen. So yeah, I guess I'll go Jalen Marshall and cornerback. No, no Sterling Webb, huh? No, that's uh, that's who I'm. Let me see. Do you already have cornerback field? You do. Yeah, I took okay. I took the top two corners. Okay, yeah, so. I can go back and get who I want there. So, yeah, I'll take – no. No, I already got two defensive tackles. I need a defensive end. So, uh, let's go – yeah, let's go Ja'Kai Lang then. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So, I know my last pick is going to be my quarterback. Uh, I need a tight I want Jordan Harris. Listen, y'all, his arms, this guy's this guy's a tank. Oh, hey, man. This, this is my last pick, right? Correct. I could go Tommy Locke just to be different, but I'll go the true freshman scholarship guy. I'll take Aiden Glover. Okay, okay. Aiden Glover, three-star. And I'll finish up my cornerback room. It's really a toss-up. You can choose either one. Trying to think about what I saw at practice yesterday. Look, I, I saw Shamar McNeil. That kid looks big, man. He's tall. He he's, he's yeah, tall. tall. Rangy. Rangy. I'm gonna, yeah, that's who I'm gonna go with Shamar McNeil. Six three corner. Don't really see those a lot, but yeah, that's my I believe that's my last pick. So yeah, yeah, that, I I feel like that's it, right? Yeah, so let me go ahead and read everybody the rosters real quick, and you guys kind of decide. So I've got Brady Cook, Nate Noel, Theo Wee, Speedy Johnson, Mookie Cooper, Brett Norfleet, Caden Green, Brandon Salas, uh, Connor Tollison, Tristan Wilson, Mitchell Walters, defense on defense, Zion Young, 
Jalen Marshall, Marquise Graciel, Ja'Kai Lang, Tristan Newsom, Brayshawn Littlejohn, Shamar McNeil, Marcus Clark, Dayla Carnell, Marvin Burks, and Philip Roche. Go to Gabe's side. Got Aiden Glover, Marcus Carroll, Luther Burden, Joshua Manning, Makai Miller, Jordan Harris, Armand Mimbu, Javen Richardson, Drake Heismeyer, Cameron Johnson, Logan Riker, defense, Johnny Walker, Christian Williams, Chris McClellan, uh, Darius Smith, Corey Flagg, Chuck Hicks, Drayden Norwood, Toriano Pride, Joe Charleston, Travez Johnson, and Sidney Williams. So here's what's going to happen. Brady Cook going to have nightmares about my defense. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to put Luther Burden in the Wildcat, put Aiden Glover out at receiver, and just hope it goes well, man. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Um, so let me – I think it's a fairly – at this more, much more even than I was thinking this was going to go, to be honest. Yeah. It, so, it, I think it's fairly even. I think obviously you have a huge edge at quarterback. So once I knew, I mean, the first pick was always going to be quarterback, like you said. So I went defense at that point. Makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm, we're throwing the ball a lot. We're making this a Madden game. Are we, uh, yeah. I do like my, my, I, my defense like line going four backup offensive linemen, man. I feel good. I feel good. Well, we both got two starting linemen apiece. But you, oh, you're saying, oh, you got the defensive line? Here's, yeah, I'm here's, not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't, your team can't win if it can't score. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> my, my team also might not score, but. <laughs> listen, we, we throw in the check downs to Nate Noel if we got to. We throw in the out routes to, to Theo East, the comebacks. That's his thing. We get in that red zone. It's, it's over. And then we got. I got Speedy Johnson. We're doing the little jet yeah. sweep, the reverses, the the drags. Um, Brady gonna throw that f at Marquise down there somewhere a couple times. Oh, uh, absolutely. And I got and I got Brett Northfleet. So if we got a chip, if we got a chip block. You every, we're willing to do it. I like right. I like the team. Well, there you go. So uh, when we get done, Gerard gonna post those teams on the board. Just let people look at them. Say, all right, here's what I like, here's what I don't like. Uh, appreciate all you guys who managed to join us live here on Thursday afternoon. Uh, appreciate you being here before you leave. Like, subscribe, comment, do all those things. If you listen on the podcast, which I'll put up shortly, uh, leave us a nice comment, say good things. Um, appreciate you guys being here. We will be back. Uh, probably will be next week. We'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, hey, anytime anything can happen, we might have to jump on and, and do a show. But Appreciate you guys hanging out. want to remind you to get in touch with my friend James Carlton at Carlton Insurance in Webster Groves. If you're in the state of Missouri or the state of Illinois, he wants to take care of your life, home, auto, anything he can do for you. CarltonInsurance.net, 314-961-4800. Again, I talked to James this afternoon. He will work with you. He will uh, work around your schedule and set up a time that you guys can talk about what you need for insurance. So get in touch with James. Go vote for my team, only my team on the message board. If you're, you're going to vote for Gerard's team, log off for the day. Go hang out on Twitter. Go out in the sun. Do something else. But appreciate you guys. Talk to you next time.